I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This episode of the Long Run Podcast is sponsored by Sketches. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Long Run Show live stream and podcast. It's 7 o'clock on Friday night, so where else would you want to be about joining us and talking all things running? Uh, we're going to be looking at um, a recap of the Hackney Half Marathon, some route changes at Brighton that have been announced that look pretty exciting, and even more exciting than that, it's the eve of the Edinburgh Marathon, myself, Toby, and Chris are all up to Scotland in the morning to check out 26.2 miles around there. Looking forward to it immensely. So there's plenty to get stuck into today. Nice. We've got loads of emails as well because we're trying to get through the emails as quickly as we possibly can so nice. that you can send some more and we can talk about loads of different stuff. So we'll be playing through them too. The good news is we shouldn't have any production issues whatsoever this week because Toby's back. Wow. We are on Facebook as well. Just pointing that out. Well, no, can I just say, before we get to an evening, everybody, it's, you can tell Tobe's back. Tobe, we, before we start, we always try and start pinch early, right, so we can get on and we're live from seven. And Tobe point blankly refuses to do it because he's just Toby. Because we started You've upset Dave Robinson on the on the chat in on YouTube. He said, what's, well, that's Pony starts at seven. So, he was obviously expecting to start at seven o'clock on the dot. So it, you apologise to Dave. No, because I haven't got that in my comments feed. Oh, I've got it on mine. So uh, Dave, I, I'll apologise now. We can't say anything on Toad's behalf. It's there. So anyway, we want to hear from everybody: Facebook, uh, YouTube, wherever you're listening, watching live with us, and welcome. Uh, we want to do that thing that Toad does in the Facebook. If you're on there, YouTube smashes up any questions, anything you want to. We don't care. We, we're happy to talk about football this week. Um, we're happy to talk about anything this week. We don't care. We're demob happy. We're going to Edinburgh and we're going to drink lots of iron brew. Oh, and good talk to all our German listeners. What? Well, although somebody said, I heard someone on the radio saying that um, they were pregnant and were told to up their iron intake. So they decided to drink iron brew for two months until and didn't realise that it had no effect on their iron levels whatsoever. So don't believe the hype. Love, um, love well, iron Well, I forgot to mention... Our good friends at Sketches as well. Oh yeah, big shout out! Kind and, enough to offer their sponsorship services to our. Uh, f- stay there, Wilco. I'm staying Every, here. Everybody says Sketches, or uh, somebody says it, Sketches for old people and all this sort of stuff. Check out these that arrived. Do they look like old people? Al, you're an old person. Do they look like something that an old person would wear? They don't look like size twelve and a half. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> look, they're not very white. They are. I, I don't know how to describe it. Blue and black and. Well, it's just, oh, I, when 
Chris Shadowman, snazzy was the word that I. Yeah, if you're on the pod, I'm holding up uh, Razor XS2 in like a a blue zebra outfit, and they're rocking it out. They're going to be going on their way. Orange is for Iron Brew because they're going to Edinburgh. They're they're, they're a dream. Razor XS2. They they look great. I like them. Yeah, they're nice. They they look absolutely brilliant. So, uh, Oh. oh. Chris, from here we are running. Evening, boys. Good luck in there. Uh, Chris, I watched, re-watched your video this week. Thank you for putting that out. Firstly, I still can't get over the the, the thirty, well, the sixty minutes he did in. Have you watched it, Wilco? Not worried. Yeah, I have. 60, sixty minutes in the first day tent to scare the life out of me. But I, I really, if you've not subscribed to Chris's channel, subscribe. Here we are running. He's done a great video on um, Edinburgh, and it just proves to you. It doesn't always go to plan, mm. um, and and it's a, it is a great watch. It just shows you what you know every day. Yeah, we've had Chris on the show before, yeah, and his stuff video. is what I, I and I said at the time that what I like about his stuff is it's warts and all. It is your absolute experience of a particular race, and this one didn't go particularly well for him. I won't no spoilers, but it's you know it's a full. For, no old barred yeah. example of what it's like to run a marathon, and it's. You know, it's very entertaining and it's yeah. a, and very informative as well. So it's great. Really yeah. good. Thanks for your support, Chris. Oh, we've got somebody listening on the train. Is it on the train on the way to Edinburgh? Or for, yeah, watching from the train to Edinburgh. So I don't know who that is, Facebook user, but well done for getting the... Yeah, the, there's a small sort of... Um, we've got a little... There's a WhatsApp group that contains plenty of people who are heading to Edinburgh this weekend. And some people are getting there very early, aren't they? You know, they've been... Oh, I mean, I'm just already. This is people that sort of like lunchtime today. They're absolutely they're charged. Hardcore. Yeah, they're they're hardcore. So what we want you to do this week is, if you spot us on TV on Sunday, can you send a, a, a picture into what's the uh, email address? Longrunshow at gmail dot com. Because apparently it's on TV or something. Um, is it? So, yeah, that's what somebody said to me. It's, it's whether it's red button, I don't know. I've got no idea. But someone said to me it's, it's somewhere on TV. So if you see it, or if you're up there and you're in the crowds mm. and you get a picture of one of us idiots running around there looking a bit tired, um, grab it, get grab the picture, send it in to whatever yeah. it is. It might be on um, it might be on BBC Scotland because which you can get on your Skybox anyway. So uh, yeah, we're massive there. Check that yeah. out. You know, you might yeah. you <laughs> might see us. Oh, we've got to give a shout out there because uh, Flynn's listening before Scouts. We've got to give a big shout out to Flynn. Uh, he's one of our junior runners, and he's just qualified for the World Championship. I sent it to the boys earlier, the OCR. What was it, Wilco? When is it? I get, got the post oh. up. Yeah, we, he's qualified um, for the, I think it's the OCR World Championships in Florida at the end of the year, which is incredible. Yeah, it's um, at Lake Placid. For yeah. The Winter Olympics. It's the Spartan Kids World Championship. It's at, um, just before Christmas, December the 10th to the 11th at Lake Placid in Florida. So he's representing with the world's best youth OCR athletes and setting a, a family adventure you will never forget. I'm sure yeah. you won't forget it, Flynn. You'll have a great time, mate. And just go and do your best. Have a great day. Yeah, mate. What he's, an experience. He's, yeah, he's, he's an incredible, incredible young man. Always polite, always turns up, always gives 100%. So big shout out to, to Flynn. Um, and we'll keep you posted on how he gets on. So what what, what do we say we're talking about tonight? Because I'm a, I'm a little bit like sort of Edinburgh focused. I, I kind of rocked up to this at about well, 10 minutes. Well, the start really of the week got off to a very exciting start when I noticed that we were number one running podcast in Saudi Arabia. Huge there. Yeah. Huge. But we is aren't we meant to not, aren't we not meant to talk about Saudi Arabia? I can't remember whether we are meant because Well, you know it gets a bit tricky when sports you know, we can talk, you know, people live there and people like their running. Yeah. So. yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, I suppose so. Is it uh, Al, are we still number one in Denmark? I think we dropped this week given that me and Ben is running haven't been there for a few days. I think we're about oh, number nice. four. So we're going to be massive in Edinburgh this weekend, I'm guessing. In Sc- well, we only get Great Britain figures, don't we? So we can't actually oh, yeah, split true. up into Scotland or Wales or Northern yeah, Ireland. Yeah, that's or true. So in, when we go to Amsterdam at the end of the year, we're going to be the um, biggest podcast, running podcast in Well, you probably already are, aren't we? In uh, in Amsterdam. Oh, how about some Jubilee running? We're doing Jubilee running next weekend. Uh, we'll talk about that. Uh, are we now? Because I'd have done it next week's. The Jubilee run that uh, Al, you're doing. I'll find out about that in a sec. Let us know in the comments who's doing uh, a Jubilee run next week. Because there's also you've got global. Don't forget we've got Global Running Day on June the first on Wednesday. 
Uh, that's massive. So there's but a I'm big... just going to be done a marathon. How can I do all this running around? You, need to get out. you need to man up and get out. Um, but we've got the Jubilee run on Friday because I've got to get back for a party. Al, what are you doing? Because you're doing something as well, aren't you? We're actually heading down to Hampshire um, to do a park run at Queen Elizabeth Park down in, I think, Haven't Way. So uh, that's that's on the Saturday. So I think there'll be a lot of park run tourists heading to get that one on Jubilee weekend. That's a good shout, that one. That's a good shout. Uh, where is it out? How far is it? Is it like south, south? It's so kind of just, near just north of Portsmouth. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. That's, That's a bit. Ty, you, can you drive me down there? I don't know how many miles is it. How many miles is it? 50 miles? Because he won't get there. four charges, mate, I reckon. Yeah, he won't. No, char- he, that milk float of his won't, it won't, he won't get there, probably. Evening, lads. Hope you all have a good week. Thank you, Super Chappy 99. So we've got loads of comments already. So thanks very much um, for everybody who's commenting. Just keep. Uh, the sh- Dave Robertson sketches the shoe of old geriatric men, so I must be an old geriatric. I probably am, to be honest. Um, whatever, yeah, what else have we got? We've got loads in there. Keep them coming. If you want to uh, ask something, get a question in, uh, stick it with a Q. There was a nice comment I wrote. Somebody wrote a big shout out to Chris. Did Manchester great run? Oh, Ashley Moore. All right, Ash, new PB at the half marathon. Well done, mate. Great job. Um, yeah, 126 23 at the half in Manchester. That's why I wanted to do it fine. So, good job there. Right, okay. So, uh, a lot of love for the Spurs shirt as well, Al. I don't know if you saw that. Have you seen it, Al? No, he's not seen it. He's, he's gone. He's gone. He's gone. Other football he's shirts are available. No, he's back. He's back. He's back. <laughs> Al, I had to have some fun this week with the kids at, at the junior kit. Or when they all turned up in their Arsenal kits. I might have mentioned it a few times. So, yeah. anyway. We, anyway, we can't talk about football. Yeah, right, so, I'd, before we get on to um, what we're up to the weekend, Toby's obviously not been here for a couple of weeks due to work commitments, but he's also um, had a bit of a uh, bump in the road when it comes to his training and all that. So I just wanted to talk, have a quick chat with him about how things have been in the last couple of weeks then, mate. How things have been? What, running-wise? Yeah. Yeah, well, we're not really concerned about what you're doing professionally. Well, I think I've managed a grand total of zero miles so far this week. Uh I think it's a very similar last week. I think basically on Sunday I'll be running more miles than I've done in the last four weeks. So can you just sort of refresh everybody's memory about what what happened? What happened? Uh, yeah. I, I had, a, had a little injury about six weeks ago, is it now? I can't even remember. Lazy calf. A la- yeah. lazy calf, yeah. Which then seemed to, well, seemed to sort of in a couple of weeks sort all that out, get through all that. Um, but then, yeah, just got mad with life and work and all oh, right so it's not been so these last two weeks has not been due to this injury getting worse and it's just been just lack of, yeah, you know, yeah. other distractions and things yeah lots of work going on people wanting to do events not so how do you feel about sunday then sorry how do you feel about sunday in the light of this go and see what happens really isn't it? it's all you can do I'll just interject for anybody who's not listened to any of this show, any of our shows that we've done, and we're nearly at 50. We do, we're all doing the Edinburgh Marathon on Sunday. Just mm-hmm. just put that in. Maybe you're new, you're from Saudi Arabia, or no, Saudi Arabia are already very popular, but maybe a new country that was, we're all doing, we're all doing, meant to be doing Edinburgh on Sunday. Sorry, carry on, sir. No, yeah, so you're not, so it's going to be one of those sort of like you're reassessing your targets and just seeing how it goes. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there really is a target um, anymore. I mean, if you, effectively, I've missed six last six weeks of training, which it, it isn't brilliant. It isn't brilliant, do you say? Um, so, yeah, I'm just going to go. Obviously, the the idea of trying to do sub three thirty is is out the window. Really, I think there's not any point in really going for that at no. all now. Because um, effectively, if I if I try, I'm thinking the second half that'll be it, and I'll be have nothing to give. Um, so I'm going to start off with with Chris and Sai and basically see see what happens and we'll see. Take the first half, see how I feel, and and take it from there. But I sort of in my mind is turn up and run, see what happens. There's no there's no real target to hit. Good, just Mr. Set, and to be fair, that's a sensible a sensible mindset, right? I mean, I know I tore into him the other day and sort of straightened him out a bit because he was worrying me the fact that he was still going to go for it, uh, but. It is a serious point. If if training's not gone to plan the last couple of weeks before Maven, and life gets in the way, as we all know, we don't do this full time. 
Um, would be nice to be a, a like full time athlete, wouldn't it? Um, but the um, but it is true. Things do come up, whether it's injury or whatever. And I think what Tobe's doing just to sort of yeah, just get around and treat it like a long run, effectively, and and mm-hmm. just do what you can and and focus on what will be a great um, run when we do, you know, Amsterdam at the second half of the year. That's always the good thing, like I say, about having sort of one or two races up your sleeve. You kind of, if the training doesn't go to plan or the race doesn't go to plan, like as we said before, gold, silver, bronze, whatever, but you know you can move straight away. And I think Toby's already not checked out, but he's already moved on to. Yeah. You know, and you don't have to sort of like, well, I've got to do it next week. You can just sort of get into the next plan and just start take almost take your medicine and you know just get on with it and see how it goes. Yeah, learn from the experience. I think I'm sort of going to see it as a bit of a point to see where I'm at really after six weeks off. See, see what difference that's made really, and and what level I'm at, and then from there I can reassess as you say for Amsterdam in October because there's plenty of time, and Mm -hmm. then on. I know the starting point where I need to start from again and how far sort of back down that line I've got to start. But, yeah, just go and enjoy it. I mean, I'll try and enjoy it, but somebody chatting in my ear the whole time. Who's, so who's, get, who's that? Ahead with us behind. Yeah, but if you who's can't keep up with him, it ain't going to be an issue. No, it's not, yeah. Who's um, going to be chatting? Simon, not me. No, Simon's bringing the coffee. Oh, no, no, he's not bringing the coffee, No. No, Simon won't bring the coffee. He never brings the coffee. No. Right, anyway, so Al, what have you been up to this week? Because you've been out and about. Uh, yeah, it's not been a lot of running, to be fair. I've been down in um, Devon, down in Exeter, helping my uh, blessing, my son, come back from university. And I'll uh, let you into a secret. He managed to avoid telling me that the Exeter Marathon was on on Sunday until he rang me because he couldn't get to work because he was blocked in. He hadn't read the road closure signs. And I just said to him, I said, had I known about it, I'd have been running. And if I was running, you'd have known about it. So you'd have got yeah, to work yeah, on true. time. So, uh, so what's it like then? The exit of Marathon, that sounds all right. We could pop down I here. think it's going to be quite hilly. You know, Devon oh, is not a flat piece of land. No, um, it's not, it? So I, I didn't even, I was a day late. So I, I wasn't much point kind of having a look yeah. to see what the route was. But uh, uh, yeah, I might have a look at it for next year. If he's back when there. I saw the um, post today, that the traditional Friday post on the 40 runs, site about oh, what's everybody up to this week i was really impressed by uh, dan salter who's going to greenland to do the ice fjord midnight marathon this week Literally. i had a look on that website that. it actually states that there are virtually no flat sections oh. it's absolutely stunning but legend bit we cold. Should, well let us know how you get on because we can send speak out there just for a laugh um well yeah he, he probably owes us a marathon if he's not going to do I mean. very well on uh Sunday. yeah that's what i mean and we said we're sending him over right we've got some questions out what, what have we got coming uh, through early doors. And- so I think it's quite ironic that Dave Robertson has, has had a go at us old people when he's mm. now got a question about how to deal with his mouldy feet. So uh, uh, he's having issues with athlete's foot. So uh, uh, what would suggest? Buy, buy more breathable shoes. And I've been yeah. serious. If you've got sometimes, right, If you have a look at your socks, have a look at your, your shoes in general because they're – Sometimes the bacteria is in with, with the shoe as well, but have a look at the shoe itself because if it's got a thick upper on it, it's your foot's going to get you know hotter. It's going to get warmer, but also look at your socks as well. So this time, yeah, I, I mean, I'm Dave's not stupid, right? He's going to wear a thinner sock, I'm guessing. But have a look at the two because some of the uppers are, especially shoes this year, are a lot thicker than they were last year. There's just a, a trend this year. Like even I've got the new stadium. I've got the new. Peg trail just arrived today, right? The upper compared to last year's is a lot thicker. So I don't know what it is, but Dave, it might be worth having a look at that. I'm not saying that's the solution, but that could be one thing to look at. Is that, what are you talking about thicker uppers and that? Is that something to think about at different times of the year, not perhaps having a thick upper in the summer with your feet sweat more? A lot, a lot of it's preference in terms of us. But I see a good upper on a shoe, we're going too much issues, but you know, is there also to give you some support as well? Um, but yeah, I do. You don't want a thick upper in the uh, in the summer, so you know you want a nice lighter shoe, airy shoe, um, which is why when I got them today, I'm thinking, oh, not again Nike because they've done that most of their shoes this year. They've made the upper thicker. Um, but yeah, I, I'd have a look, Dave. Um, new shoes, new socks. It could be. I'm not saying that's going to solve the problem, 
but it might help. Have a look at your upper. How much breeze? Seems a good starting point, doesn't it? What else yeah. we got, Al? We've got Martin McGrath um, looking for advice on... He's, he's clearly going to invest in a couple of pairs of shoes because he wants some advice on um, shoes that will work for him speed and an alternative for distance. Uh, best trainer for speed and best one for distance. Combine the two and get the Socket Endorphin Pro uh, before they change it. Toe, would you concur? Because you're wearing them on Sunday. I will be wearing them Sunday. Yeah, no, I quite like them. They say they got the the support and the they they do the miles. So. Yeah, I think that's the best. And save save your money, get the Socket Endorphin because I saw something today on on uh, post or feed or something that they're all being like majorly discounted. In fact, now, next week there's a video coming out. I've got a video. Monday or Tuesday about like shoes to buy under like 150 quid or whatever um, in terms of because where the, the, the new models are coming out. So they're all being heavily discounted. So that might be worth a look. But the pros in that video for that reason alone, it's a great fast shoe that um, that look good over long miles. Yeah, my, my Saucony Tempest, by the way, are incoming, um, Rachel. So they are hopefully should be here by the time I get uh, back from Edinburgh. No, Monday. No, I'm back on Sunday now. So no, hopefully they'll be on here on Monday. Get my brain together. I don't know about you boys, but my today it's just where I've had to pack and stuff. It's like uh, I, don't, I don't know whether I'm coming or going. Um, you've done you've yeah. done the videos, haven't you? And sort of think now, do you have a strat? I've, I've sort of like adopted the strategy in my packing to sort of like right. This is all the post race stuff. This is a, sort of like divided it into sections yeah. and tried to. Cause yeah. there's so much, isn't there? Yeah, no, that's exactly what I did. I did, right, this is what I'm wearing after the race, yeah? And, they, you know, I'm facing this on the fact that the Edinburgh are going to give us a T-shirt, unlike they did at Hackney. We'll come on to that. Um, so I've done that. Uh, and then I've got some of my sliders, obviously, Natch with my white socks. Tope, have you got yours ready? Um, and then and then I've got my, like, my race kit. And then I've got, like, travelling up there tomorrow kit. So, like, you, Wilco, I've got, like, three sets and then obviously mm. I'm using some of the stuff that I'm travelling back in. So I'll um, put it all in different piles and then just yeah. it in the rucksack. Also, you've got to think like bag drop, haven't you? So mm. what we're going to do is we're going to share bag drop. So we don't like have to put like 18 bags in. We're just going to like put one or two in. Because again, mm. that hopefully will speed up the process of getting out of... That was one of the been. things when I did the... Um, first time I did the Great North Run. I did that, packed all my bag and everything, and then forgot to pack a bag to take to the bag drop. So I was yeah. running around Newcastle City Centre trying to find a sports director half past five on a Saturday to try and get one. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest, this week, it was only on Tuesday or Wednesday, the guy said, oh, uh, about uh, um, a rucksack, because I wasn't going to take a rucksack. And they went, well, what are you going to do for bag drop? I went, oh, yeah, there's a bag drop. I, I hadn't even, like, be fair, mm. I hadn't even actually thought that far in advance. But, um, yeah, it was just like, I've just seen a comment. Nice to see Fully has made the effort. <laughs> yeah, well, I know I've had go faster. I've had a lot of comments because I've got rid of my long locks um, and my beard. Streamlining. Yeah, I streamlined. So just shave weight where possible. Although somebody did tell me I put on weight this week, which is so disappointing. Um, nice. So yeah, so I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to be back on the back on the heels on Monday. Um, but yeah, the and go and go back to a hundred percent vegan instead of being ninety percent. Um, but yeah, so uh, it is nice to have a, a a hair. I like that to have a haircut and a shave before before I do a race. It just I don't know, it just freshens you up, doesn't it? I don't I don't know. What about you, Al? Do you like do you do that? Bit of a fresh bit of a shiz up. I um I I actually shave twice a week, believe it or not, just to take a little bit off, just to keep it at a certain George Michael kind of look. The old people will know who that is. Well, no, the oldies who are listening to this in their homes. <laughs> the sketches. In, in their sketches. No, Toby, you, I'm telling you, look. You won't see them. You won't see them in a home. I would actually, I would take them. I might have to get a pair. You won't see them in a home. What are they going to retail at, mate? These are out now, I think. Um, I probably should know. Uh, but they're about 120 quid. They look nice. Yeah, I might get oh, them. And, and they're really good. They're, they're, they're just a great shoe. Um, so, Toby, are you worried about all the problems that EasyJet have had this week? Oh, I was um, so happy when that came through. I don't know, to be honest, because, um, I mean, the guys tell you I've been ignoring him for the last week. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's been deliberately ignoring us because we've been trying to wind him up. <laughs> I haven't got time to get into it. I haven't had time you to get into the chaos. 
And I saw something about, I don't know why, I've just seen some delays, but <laughs> luckily I've got admin on my side. So I don't need to worry yeah, about admin's it. Sabrina's been doing his stressing for him about EasyJet. Um, I don't really care because we're racing them up uh, on, on the train. They're going by plane, if anybody didn't know. Uh, we're racing them up um, tomorrow. As long as the plane's in place for Sunday, uh, for Saturday night, uh, Sunday night, see, I told you about me days, um, Sunday night, I don't really give two hoops. As long as it's there and it's got someone driving it, but I don't mind driving it. But, it, you know, as long driving as there's a plane the there, I can get on. Do you know what I mean? And I'll get us to stand there or there about. I'm yeah, not getting on it if you're going, on He'll there. be away. What'd you say, Tom? I'll, you're I'll, driving I'll, it, I'm not getting on it. I, could, I reckon I could fly. It can't be that hard. Just press some buttons. Um, not many people heading to Scotland for holiday and easy. Oh, dear. I have a plan um, right, B as okay. well, says Sabrina. Of course she has. Oh, who's so. this? I've, Super Chap, he's got a question here. Hang on, because before we get into Hackney, um, I've recently started s- signing up for uh, for races again after a few years of being a social runner. I find a very little motivation to train. Uh, so you sign up for races, but you're still struggling for the motivation to train for them. Is that right, boys? Am I reading that right? Yeah. Al, any, anything from you on that? I'd probably a couple of things. I'd, I'd probably start small, so I wouldn't necessarily jump straight into a marathon. Um, you know, find some local races that are, uh, mean the ten k's that are perhaps kind of community. So they're not big, they're not large, they're not too threatening. Um, and also, see if you can find some mates to sign up with. There's nothing like having a running buddy, isn't there, Toby? Someone to uh, share your training uh, uh, runs with. Someone's to- chatting your ear to help you feel the need to get out. So, uh, uh, yeah, keep it local, keep it friendly, keep it with a buddy. I think it's if you put um, targets on the race as well. I mean, what what is the race for? I think that helps. I, I, I do the same sometimes. I'll, I'll be at a race, but unless I've got a target for that race, I won't specifically train for it, if that makes sense. I sort of just generally aim and run and I might be in a training plan for something else. But unless I've gone and I want to hit a particular time or do, even if it's, it might be actually just making them sure I run that easy, but it's the motivation to train for that distance or that event is what That's I a good point. And another thing could be, you know, why not try and raise a few quid? Why not yeah. try and, you know, if you, you don't have to worry about sort of, it might be a race that you don't have to get a charity place and things like that, but why not raise a couple of hundred quid for you know, a worthy cause on your doorstep or something like that. That that's a good way to sort of maintain your motivation to get out. Yeah, yeah, mate, you're right. Now I think they've they've they're a couple of good good um ideas. Suggestions. Yeah. Is that the word? Yeah, you're suggestions, talk? ideas. Yeah, no, it's just yeah, I think what Tobe said is interesting, you know, maybe put one down as an A race. That might help the motivation and sharpen the mind a little bit. And like Al says, you know, try and get get people more people involved in what you're doing. Um yeah, or, or do it for a good cause. But yeah, so yeah, definitely, definitely a good, uh, good suggestion. So, so um, I mentioned it earlier, Hackney, uh, because yes. it's cropped up. We've seen a bit of some comments and some posts about that this week. Um, I know uh, there was quite a few of us there on on Sunday. I, I'll hold my hands up. I was late for the meet up shop, and what's ironic, right, was that at the first, very very first forty runs meet up. I was also late for that, and that was at Hackney. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's quite ironic anyway but no it was um we was we wanted to chat because of the the issue with the t-shirts and i know there's been some other comments and stuff like that but just from my side i thought it was, it was a great it was hot but it was a really good event in terms of the buzz from uh from doing it i, I would you know if, if you have not done it it's, it's definitely worth doing it in your southeast um southeast based uh it's definitely worth doing um the bit about the T-shirt sucks. I, I, I get what they're saying because it was for a sustainability. They gave you a voucher off, but you have to spend over this amount to get the money off and all that. And it just complicates things. I think as runners, we're used to getting certain things, either a T-shirt or a medal or sometimes both. And when you're paying a lot of money, like Hackney is to enter, um, you, you know, you probably do expect to get both. Um, but I think like a lot of people, like Toby said the other week, he, he doesn't wear them. So I think, in a way, what they probably should have done is either kept the the general admission price at I've got no idea what it actually was, but let's say forty five quid, and that included a t shirt, or you could pay forty quid without. Or do you know what I mean? We've so, talked about this before, haven't we? Yeah, with so it's, yeah, it's a lot of air of, Yeah, I've, I've just moved house and found I've filled two drawers of a chest of drawers full of race t shirts. This is loads. the thing, right? 
So I think but, I think that's right. Having said that, on the other side, the other side of the coin is for a lot of people, a race T-shirt is all part of the race experience. Exactly, and yeah, they exactly. like getting them. I like getting them. So I was moaning about it because he wanted a T-shirt, you know, and that's but everyone's different, aren't they? So me personally, yeah. I couldn't give two hoops, but I appreciate it. Everybody is different on that. I think. The, there were some people worrying about uh, and saying about the water situation at Hackney. I found it okay. Uh, there was five water stations out on course, plus a, um, you know, energy drink thing, energy which drink, was yeah. gross, by the way. And all your feet was, because it was so hot, all your feet were sticky going through. It was minging. It was like that. But uh, there was one at 5K, and then they just there was another four after that. Um, again, I was very lucky. I was nearer the front. So I don't know when they, the people at the back came through, whether they'd run out of water or whatever. I don't know that situation. So, um, you know, for, for me, in terms of the feedback from Hackney, I thought it was a great race, good vibe. Um, mm-hmm. But I do I do think I, I, there's more important things because I think one of the biggest takeaways for me from that race and not to, you know, be Debbie Downer here is the fact there was a lot of people um, coming unstuck. Um mm-hmm that day and i was it was unfortunate to see somebody getting cpr on the side yeah there was a fatality wasn't there which is uh, which is a warning to all of us you know that yeah particularly you know because everybody everybody knows sunday was yes hot like it seemed like the hottest race day of the year so far i can't remember people coming away and saying yeah you know other races were warmer than that and obviously there's hydration issues yes it was was Perhaps even um, target reassessment and yeah. stuff like yeah. that. Absolutely right. So, first, it was noticeable. The further, the deeper we got into the race, the more uh, not the fatalities of the race, but the more people going down there was. Right, there were issues. Yeah, yeah, issues further on. And again, we started more towards the front. So I don't know what it was. You know, I'm guessing it was the firstly big shout out to St. John's Ambulance and Marshalls because they were like all over it. Right. So fair play to them. Mad love to all those people. Right. But again, it just comes up to the point of firstly, you know, the moaning about everything about the event. I think, you know, fine, we're all entitled to opinion, but I think the the important thing to take away is that people weren't very well out of that. And I think that's the the thing, you know, that I think leaves me from that race was the fact that people were were coming away and, and maybe some people, as you say, didn't come away from the race. And that's the, the saddest thing about it. And it puts everything into perspective, how lucky we are um, it, just in general to be able to do all these things. Again, I don't want to be too miserable about it, but, you know, perspective, right? But I think mm-hmm. it does bring into into those thoughts about reassessing goals on the day. They were they were saying on the Tannoy, Amber Warning. Now, if there's a big Tannoy announcement on a big screen that says just the words warning, makes you think maybe this is not a day for me to be doing something outside of my comfort zone, straight away, right? Immediately you reassess your goals. Immediately you should be hydrating yourself before you start, like even before the race. And then during the race, making sure that you are stopping at every hydration station. There was five of them, plus a, a, what's it called, one, and that was in a half marathon distance. You know, I saw people running through the hydration. Some bloke ran through the hydration and knocked about three people over. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist. 
specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. You, know, you do have to wonder, because people, rightly so, chose to walk through the hydration station because it was cups and take some water on. But some yeah. clever sounds so decided to run through and knock everyone over and then have a go at everybody for walking. Doesn't make any sense to me. But I think you've got to, you've got to, you know, stop, get some hydration, and then carry on. Not going to lose any time. Reassess your goals, have some fun, but make sure you look after yourself out on the course. I mean, we was lucky anyway because we were running deliberately slow anyway because we got obviously Edinburgh this week. So for us, it was just trotting about. But I think if if you're thinking about doing a time and it is a hot day, not just at Hackney or wherever it is this summer, just think about it and reassess and, and make sure you are hydrated. Make sure you are looking after yourself. Talk about Chris's video from Here We Are Running. He said in the follow-up to that video, actually, that he thought he was undone by the lack of electrolytes. Mm. And it is important to get those electrolytes in uh, when you're doing a high effort. So if you are pushing, but even if you're not pushing, but you're doing an event that's hotter than normal than what you've trained for. And again, people are coming out of the pandemic. They've all taken up jogging, uh, as it's called through the pandemic, right? And they've not experienced that race situation. They may not have experienced a hot race versus where you've trained in the cooler temperatures. And you do have to, you know, mark down what you're going to be doing that day. So mm-hmm. it's a warning to everybody. Please um, just take care. And and I think out, I mean, you're, you know, on the science side of things and all that sort of stuff. I'm, I mean, you probably know more about this than me, but. Well, I, I post Hackney back in, I think it was September. Um which was a rolled forward, rolled back, delayed um, 2021 version. And even on that day, which started off overcast and never really got sunny, had people going down, sounds very similar to, to Sunday. And the issue that day was humidity. So, you know, don't be fooled by grey skies and clouds. It can still be blooming hot and you still need to, to take on the water. And the point about the electrolytes is really interesting because there is a risk that without the electrolytes, you end up causing yourself more damage by overhydrating because, in effect, you just dilute all the salts in your body. So, you know, you go into problems quicker, which is counterintuitive. So it's getting that balance of taking on liquid, having electrolytes. And so, Al, sorry, just to, to, for layman's terms, when we're talking about electrolytes, what are we talking about? The sodium, you know, the sodium content. So, you know, you are sweating, you're losing your salt, you're taking on lots of water because that feels like the right thing to do. But if you're not getting the salt into your body, the salt levels that you've got that you need for your organs and your functions, you can Mm. end up diluting. So So uh, get some pretzels or some peanuts or something to go along with you, would you, or something like that? Yeah, and and I guess that's where the energy jinks come in because they will have, you know, some of the... the, And and it's absorbed quicker. Electrolytes, Yeah. yeah. And it's absorbed quick. And it's a good point what you made about the humidity, Al, actually, because it reminded me uh, at Hackney of London back in when it was as hot as the sun. And it was like up at Mudshoot, mile 15, 16, where the buildings come onto you. And it was the humidity of that day. And funnily enough, we've run out of water, you know, talk about water. But at Hackney, the buildings are close on you. So there's no air. And that's the difference. Mm. You know, if you're doing a half marathon, let's say, in South End Seafront, and it's the same temperature, but you've got the sea breeze, and it's lovely. But when you're in Hackney, the buildings are on top of you. The streets are quite narrow, and there's a lot of people. Don't forget, you've got the body heat of the person running next to you as well, right? And it was busy the whole way. And I think hours on the money, the humidity from Hackney is definitely not- more noticeable than some other races that I've experienced. And I've done it a, a couple of times on hot days. Um, so it's definitely something. But, yeah, I just... Oh, oh, we'll leave it there. I just want to say to everybody, it's going to get warm up, people. Please take care, right? If you're taking up running over COVID and whatnot, I'm well done for doing that. But when you go to these races, if you're signing up for stuff, just look after yourself. Yeah, think about what's achievable on the day based on the conditions uh, and just make sure you, you do take care. And I say, it really did bring it into perspective. Si and I, we were slowing down anyway, but when we saw that geezer getting literally four or five minutes on him, 
we we stopped and walked and we said let's just what let's just stop because firstly out of respect but two you know let's just not be let's just not be silly here what what's the point so just look after each other as always and I say there's there's more important things in life than running you know so yeah big shout out to uh, to whoever I hope everybody who, who's maybe listened to this was there and didn't feel very well I hope you're feeling better here's football legend Jamie Redknapp for Skechers Archfit Footwear okay I know what you're thinking Archfit Footwear ah, I don't need arch support well I thought the same and these are still my favourite trainers you see Skechers Archfit are great for virtually everybody Archfit was designed by experts giving you podiatrist certified arch support and all day comfort. Plus, I don't wear them just for arch support. I love how they look too. Feel what you've been missing with Skechers Archfit. Find Skechers Archfit footwear for men and women everywhere. Right, so, moving on. Brighton, our friends of the show, they've listened, haven't they, Wilco? Yeah, there's been yeah. some... Uh, there's been some course changes, isn't there? Al, you're probably better qualified to yeah. talk about this, being someone who was there only a few weeks ago. Yeah. What's going on down there, mate? I think they've taken the power station away, haven't they? Not literally. Yeah. No, not literally. Just like the Ravens leaving the tower. Yeah, the power station is no more. So uh, it sounds like they've they've added some miles into the hove section or the early part of the race that goes through the town so mm. that you spend more time in hove. And it, I, I, I'm not seeing the route. I assume you must turn at the lawns just like you do on the half. Um, so you're, you're. Does that mean it's flatter out, or I don't necessarily think it's going to be flatter. They talked about... about the power station. What is it about the power? What firstly, what mile is the power station at, and what is it about the power station that everybody it kicks likes? In, I think round about nineteen twenty, and then right. you've got a kind of two mile loop out and a two mile loop back. You're basically running through an industrial estate. Oh, and then Shoreham Power Station opens up its backyard. You run through for a water station, then you come back down. So if you think of some of the, the great uh, industrial estates of Edenfield and Edmonton, kind of that's where you're at. Um, it, it, uh, this year we had some we had some crowd and we had some support, but mm. I think it's it's it comes at that point when you're looking for any help you can get, and the scenery disappears, the crowds disappear. Mm. <laughs> and if, if if it's not a great day weather-wise, it can be, you know, probably pretty mm. brutal. So is this going to make Brighton a more attractive proposition for people, do you think? I, I think the Brighton is a, is a great race. You know, I'd love doing the half, and this is the first year I've done the full marathon. I wouldn't let the power station put me off per se, um, but it might have put people off returning. Um so I, I don't think it'll have it, – clearly the marketing will, will mm. reflect on this now in terms of a new route, whether it's mm. flatter, whether it's faster, only time will tell. Sounds like you're still running out to Rodine, so you've still got the, the, the hilly bit. It just might be in a different part of the race because normally you hit that, uh, I think, about mile six, you come in, out, do the 10K in the town, and then you're kind of heading out. So it all depends, I guess, when that hilly bit, if it's there – is going to hit you in the race. Start finish. I didn't see any reference to that. No. So because I was drive. Because of the bag drop situation from this year, there was all that kerfuffle about the bag drop because the finish and, and why, and there was always talk about potentially moving the finish to the Marina or something like that. I didn't know whether they'd. No, I think that that was a temporary issue because of, they have been doing a lot of coastal defense work, I think. Down right, okay. at Brighton. Um, so I assume <laughs> I just... that's going to be sorted. You're just uh, laughing at James Anderson's yeah, What's the distance on the coast? It's like Who knows? Eight, 82 miles, it could be. Because, again, it's not it's not a bright marathon, whatever it was that year they ran it. didn't have a UK athletic. So a lot of these events don't have, you know, unless, unless uh, you know, not a lot of these bigger races, believe it or not, they don't go for the, unless they've got like an elite field or they're a qualifier or a championship, they don't necessarily go and get the athletics um, licenses to do them because they don't necessarily need them. Um, so I wouldn't necessarily get caught up with the fact that something's got a UK Athletics license or not, because a lot of the big races sometimes don't. Depends on the field and what they're there for. Um, but then, yeah, so it could be it could be eighty-two miles. It could be four. <laughs> yeah, it could I, be a repeat of the ultra. Yeah, we'll just have to wait and see. Well, Al did an ultra in Copenhagen. Don't forget, yeah. Danny's twenty-seven miles, twenty-seven point one. He looked well for it, though, didn't he? 
He does look well for being an ultra runner. <laughs> uh, uh, we got any? Uh, Al, we had any questions coming in before uh, before we crack onto the? Uh, we had weekend. one that picked up on the the electrolytes issue, and, and Darren Burrows right. was asking about salt tablets. We're mm. not here to promote particular brands, but yeah, salt sticks is one that uh, I've managed to find on. Amazon. But if you do work for a brand that would like to uh, sponsor. sponsor, join sketches in sponsoring this podcast, feel free to send an email into what is it, Wilco? Longrunshow at gmail.com. Yeah, there you go. Right, so um, emails, Wilco. Should we bat a couple of them? Yeah, let's have a few emails. Yeah, thanks for people sending their emails to the aforementioned um, email address. Emails, reviews, and everything. That Again, thanks to everybody. We don't do any marketing for this. It bears belief how we are number two running podcasts in the UK and number one globally, but with no marketing. So thank you to it must be down to you guys. So thank, seriously, thank you from all four of us and all the guests that we have on for spreading the word. We really do appreciate it in the review. Yeah, I mean we've done nearly a year and it's absolutely mind blowing. We just thought yeah. it was just the four of us just yeah and, talking we'll crap come, about running and see. How I it did goes. tell you boys right and, and Al as well, Tobe, because I haven't seen you when we was running around Hackney. The amount of people that were coming past me saying, "Oh, fully love the podcast, fully love the podcast," and it was a genuine love for for the podcast. So. Again, thanks everyone, and thanks to everybody who tunes in live because the show's what it is is because of people who you know contribute on the live show. So yeah, because we don't, if people don't realize, well, they might have realized by now if this is their first time. So you know, we do do this as a live stream, so we do have audience participation. People do mm. throw in questions and stuff like that, mm. which sometimes mean that we do sort of like we stray a little bit from perhaps the original topic that we're looking to discuss that we thought of five minutes before the show. But you know that's just the madness of it all. Yeah. That's the attraction. So yeah, that's good for us as well. So yeah, I'll, we'll back for a few emails. Like I say, yeah. longrunshow at gmail dot com. If you want to send us a few things, first one this week, nice and brief. We like nice brief emails, lots of yeah. them. It's from Carl Bilton. Hi, Carl. Thanks for joining us, mate. Do you have any recommendations for runners like me who supinate? Al have been a loyal user of nike pegasus for years oh. but any views on a general and racing shoe choice now can we just before we start can we talk about obviously lots of people will be aware about what pronating is not many people might know what supinating is, this is got if I've said it right, i don't know Al, go on. so supinate is when you and for those of you listening you won't see what i'm doing with my hands it's when you run on the outside of your foot so if you think about your little pinky toe, um, you'll be running more on that part of your foot rather than on your ball of your feet. Normally, pronation is when your ankles turn in. So on this occasion, uh, you, the ankles are turning out, pushing you onto the edges of your feet. And you'll know whether you're a supinator or not by um, looking at your tread, looking at the wear on your shoes. Um, you'll find that the edge will degrade a lot more um than perhaps the heel and i've had a uh, a period of super being a supernator so uh, again people that have kind of followed my journey will know i've, I've kind of worked hard on form and it, and it changes your gait and it changes the way you run when you do that so generally for people that supernate neutral is the way to go so don't go stability because the stability will probably push your feet out even further uh, yeah, and that mistake I made. Um, Max cushioning is the way mm. to go um, in terms of shoes when you're trying to do the, the, the diagnostic. Um, looking further ahead, I'd be saying work on your strength, strengthening. Uh, you can make adjustments, um, particularly it working. This is leg strength, is it? You, the yeah, usual sort of... looking at your, your kind of what they call the, the lower kinetic chain. So, all the muscles from the waist downwards. Your glutes downwards, yeah. And the glutes, which will be the ones impacted if you have a tendency to supinate. A um, couple of other things, a bit of barefoot walking always helps strengthen feet and ankles. And if all of that fails, then looking at uh, insoles, you know, go to a, mm. a proper physio, have a chat with them. And it might be that with the neutral shoes, you can then have an insole insert to, to help. Al is just a fountain of knowledge, people. Yeah. Can we just Chris, are you able to expand on that and talk about any uh, particular brands that might be quite good or models? Um, well, firstly, every time he said the word supernat, I kept thinking of ABBA because ABBA have been on the news today. Super, you know what I mean? Super, yeah. That one. Um, sorry for people who are listening to that on their run. 
Um, <laughs> Max cushioned. I'd go. <laughs> I would go. You can't get them, so this is not going to help you. Sketches Max Road Five. Big shout out Sketches or Max Road Six. Got the H plate. Max cushioned. You've got the fresh foam for uh, more. Is a good one from New Balance. Um, what else? What else? You've got the uh, Cloud Monster that Al's in at the moment. Uh, which uh, he was. Are you still digging those, Al? I'm, I'm still digging those, and I'm, and I've also you know used Hokers as well because yeah. you know a lot of their brands are Max you know, cushioned. Cushioned. So. Yeah, Clifton Eight and going up in terms of stack height from there. So there, there's a couple for you um, before getting dragged down. Into Great. Your, I, well, I hope that helps, Carl. Thanks for sending oh, us email, mate. Can I just can I just have you seen this question from Peter Johnson? <laughs> Does Speedgo eat salt tablets or dishwasher tablets? Yeah, it's dishwasher tablets, Peter. <laughs> the only salt he has is in his chips at the Nazing Fish and Chip Shop. <laughs> yeah, the Nazing Fish and Chips. He has salt and vinegar. <laughs> yeah, go on. Next. <laughs> Right, okay, on that note. Yeah, next one. Um, this is from uh, Luke Blackham, Blackham, who's Good in Dorset. Cheers, Luke. Uh, thanks for getting in touch, mate. Um, hello, gents. What are your thoughts on compression socks? Do they aid oh. with fatigue, or are they oh. just a bit of a gimmick? Right, well, I'll give you the science, no doubt, and then I'll talk about – and I'll just give you my five pence worth because it's non-scientific. I actually have mine in my bag for this weekend. I usually wear them when I run a marathon. And there is science, some science behind it, um, which I can say I can talk about. But for me, it's more of a psychological thing. I, I think I have the belief that they are helping fatigue in my calves. I suffer. Tobe can tell you this. I suffer when I get tired. It's my hamstrings because I lose form. And I start the 40 shuffle and, and, and basically my hamstrings because I've got weak glutes because I don't do any strength work now. Um, it all sort of goes goes tits up and it starts in hamstrings. But I, I believe a lot of it comes as well from the, my calves because I don't stretch them as much as I should do. Um, and by wearing a compression sock for those longer runs, I do find that they <sighs> slow the process of fatigue in my calf muscles. That's my personal opinion. I think it's very individual on calf socks and calf sleeves. Al, over to you, because it's probably yeah. a proper answer. So, so having just been smacked for going into far too much detail on supernation, I'll keep this one nice and simple. No, it's brilliant. It's all it was about brilliant that information. It's, it's great, all about That's what they're here for. That's what the punters want. Yeah, yeah. give it to them, Al. Uh, so, yes, I think they do work. But like you, Chris, there is an element of um, if it's in the head and it works, go for it. Um Ironically, I don't train in compression socks, but I will always put them on for a half marathon and a marathon because I think you're always looking for that little bit of extra help. Um, but yeah, the, if you can keep the blood flowing, that's where the oxygen comes from to kind of refresh your muscles. It's going to helpfully, hopefully stop some of the achiness. You know, if you haven't trained properly or you haven't hydrated properly, compression socks are not going to get you through the day, Such but it can point. be part of the solution. What I'd say is, you know, they can vary in price. Um, you don't have to pay, you know, seventy pounds for a pair of compression socks. Seventy um, quid. Well, that's probably cheap in some places. Um, and I think we've got some in the store, haven't we? Forty runs. As, you know, yeah, I, it's, yeah. The guys in South End love them. Uh, they, yeah. You always see the guys in South End in them. They've got the, the yeah, plug you do. out. Yeah, yeah, good plug out. <laughs> well done. Okay, that hang hang it, quid. Yeah, that was a good again. Al. I don't know what you've been doing this week, but he's well, I've been on doing fire. homework that no one else does. He, he's on, Al is on fire this week. What else? What else can we throw? I might start asking him questions. <laughs> Al, can you help me run at the weekend? <laughs> I'll do my best. Yeah, right. So next, that, next, that, that helps, mate. It sounds like it's just worth giving a go, mate, and see if you can get on with them. Yeah, yeah. Try it. Okay, got. Um, we'll have another one. Um, yeah. I've got Georgie Pierce, High Forty, and the gang. I've recently discovered your podcast and this amazing community, and I bloody love it. We love you, Georgie. Thanks ever so much. Um, I have a quick question. My current weekly mileage tops out at about 20 miles, and I don't really want to push it much higher than that because I like to find time to swim and weight train too. I'd love to do the Brighton Half Marathon next February and wondered if there was a training plan I could follow that would allow me to run just three times a week and maxing out at 20 miles total. Is it possible to do two shorter runs and a long run to build insurance? Uh, build insurance <laughs> to build endurance. 
Thanks, guys. Love, Georgie. Right, out. You pick up the the strength can bit. I'll do the running bit first, shall I? Yeah, you go, go that way. Double X. Yeah. 100% yes, you can. Get a tailored plan with a coach like me, Al or Tobe, someone like that. Uh, it's very difficult, I would say, to pull a plan like that off of the internet that would be that specific. But yes, you can definitely. Uh, with what Al's going to say in terms of the strength and conditioning and, and your overall, you know, outside of running work that you can do uh, to to better yourself in terms of your fitness and your aerobic base. And yeah, you can 100% um, work on that sort of three-run week with a long run, um, put some more effort into the speed work to build that stamina and then crank up the miles in terms of the longer run and then put them in at, at speed work eventually once you've, you've found that, along with everything else that you're doing. Um, Al, would you say that's fair? Yeah, I, I think a couple of other things to add. I think in terms of your cross-training, it's brilliant that you're doing it because most of us as runners don't do enough cross-training whether that be specific strength training or, you know, just getting out on a bike or, or whatever. I suppose what I do when you've got your, when you're looking at your plan is thinking about what elements contribute as a replacement for some of the runs. So if you're doing lots of cardio work, if you're doing hits, you know, give yourself some credit that you're, you're getting the cardio benefit in a different way. What I would say is I would be slightly worried that three times a week you've got a really focus on getting the balance between speed and endurance and one thing I might think about doing if you if I was coaching you is not necessarily looking at your plan over over a seven day cycle so we might have a 14 day cycle where we're balancing the speed work to allow you to have perhaps one week where you do a little bit more endurance work so that over the fortnight your balance is still 80 20 in favor of the longer stuff but you know you're not trying to cram it all into a week because so. that's it there's no law that says you have to do it week by week is there no, no it's just human nature isn't it we go it's seven days a week so we'll yeah. just work on that basis yeah work work working working almost like yeah like our says in, in those mini cycles within cycles if, if that makes mm. any sense and, and you look at it you have an overview mm. of what the next looking two weeks at, looking at george's like. sort of um not predicaments looking to her approach at the minute it might well be that um if she gets more into her running than she does think that she might naturally look towards increasing her mileage a little bit anyway. This might be a little bit of a conservative sort of approach at the moment. Yeah, it might come. It could yeah. develop, couldn't it? Yeah, exactly. But and we've got it's... the 10% rule, so you're not looking from going to 20 miles to 50 miles yeah. in the space of three weeks. It's just build it slowly. And if you're really enjoying the running, you probably will want to build mm. the miles up if you're if you're starting to see and feel those improvements coming. Mm. And you're only yeah. going to get benefit from doing some gym work and going to the pool as well, aren't you? Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah, 100%. Have we got any more, Wilco? Have we got time? We've only got a little bit of time. Have we got time for one more or should we? Uh, do we want to have a little chat? Well, should we have a little chat about Edinburgh, about yeah, what let's... we're doing and stuff? Yeah. And uh, thanks again, everyone who's been emailing. Yeah, I've, I've handed over. We've still got a few emails to go and we will get round to them as soon as we can. Yes. I'll try not to get all the recent ones up the top <laughs> so that some of the <laughs> some of the stalwarts of the uh, long run mm. email list that I send out on a. Uh, Thursday night or a Friday morning could get a little bit more airplay. So we'll try and sort that out for next week. And that's all that's completely my fault. So Yeah, blame Wilco. Don't it's easier than blaming me. Long run show at gmail.com. We'll talk about anything. Yeah, it don't even have to be running related. Please. We we don't really care anymore. Happy to talk about anything. Mm. So yeah. how so we are on the train tomorrow, Mr. Ford. Yeah, we're training it. And then um what I wanted to ask you, Wilco, is do you have a target in mind for Sunday? What, for the race? Mm. Um, not, specific- not necessarily a time, but just like... Oh, I suppose oh, well, yeah, to quantify- I'm going to go and have a good time. Yeah, I suppose it's easy to quantify over time, but is there is there a... Yeah, let's, okay, let's, let's put it into a time. Is there a sort of area in which you you, you feel like you're, you've trained well enough that you can... You feel I think like it's gone pretty through. well. I mean, I've had a few phantom pains this week, which have been a cause for alarm. I think my, my regular trainers have gone home. So um, I think that's been a problem. So, you know, getting in a bit of a flap about that. But, um, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. I think um, I did 4.48 at Yorkshire, and I'd be quite confident of doing better than that. Yeah, I think I think you're well on. Well, on course to do better than that, bruv. You've, you've worked your socks off, so there's no. I just think, reason. yeah, I, you know, confidence is bred by, you know, the training that you do, isn't it? And, hmm. you know, and I've, 
I've been quite regimented, not too but pretty flexible, but quite regimented and done me sort of five, getting out for me five runs a week and stuff like that. So yeah. I feel entitled to be confident. Yeah, you committed to the plan. That's all you can do. You've given you've given your best. Mm. Whatever you know, whatever goes your way, like you know, like Toby gave gave his best to a point, got thrown a curveball, and mm. has had to deal with it. You know, but I'm it's... quite I'm quite prepared to adapt that if um, we get there and circumstances are a little bit different. Exactly. Touch wood, the weather forecast looks quite good, doesn't it? I think it's yeah, going to be no, like thirteen degrees, cloudy. Again, Wilco, I don't, I don't. Like I only saw that because someone stuck it in that WhatsApp group thing, mm. but it, it, I don't look at it. I can't be bothered because. I can't do nothing about it. So yeah. I'm more interested about, you know, have I got a pair of boxer shorts to put on after the race than I am the weather? Because, you know, I mean, that's what I can control. So yeah. it's like, you know, what do you waste energy on? And and you've got to remember, we're going to be exerting more energy than we would do because we're traveling up there. Yeah. So it's not like your normal situation where, you know, you're, you're at home and then you get up in the morning, you go and do your race. You know, we've got the, and it will be energy sapping of going up there. Um, you've got to make sure, you know, you do take control of that situation with hydration and food and, and all that sort of stuff and just relax um, whatever comes your way in terms of the, the travel arrangement. I think I've, been, well, I've spoken about it before, you know, I've just moved house. So that has been quite mm. a good distraction and not allowed mm. me to get too wound up about my marathon because I've had all that's because I've had all the um, issues to go along with that. So that's been quite good. Yeah, and now it's like, oh, right, we're here. You know, yeah. I've, I've not been like, oh, God, it's two weeks to go. What am I going to wear? Where am I going to be? It's sort of like, right, that's it. Everything else is done now. I could just concentrate two days. I'll get myself sorted for Edinburgh. Just turn up quite, and run. That's worked out quite well. You just turn up and run. That That's yeah. That's the thing. It doesn't matter whether it's a marathon, 5K park run, whatever. If you go with a mindset, like I think most of us, I think, you know, the four of us, we usually turn up to these sort of races and we just run. I mean, and you get... Like how did it come? Like you get what you get, didn't you? Alex? I mean, it's it just is what it is. There's nothing you can do about it. You you train hard, you do what you can, and you give it your best shot. And if it don't work out that day, and like Toe's done, he's readjusted his his plans. And yeah, it, it, yeah, we're just going to go there and have a have a bit of a laugh. I think really more than anything. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just we've had lots of messages of good luck, haven't we? Thanks ever so much for everybody. Yeah, yeah and, and I, I I think I put it on an Instagram post this week, or it might have been in the I can't remember what it was. Um. Just, yeah, thank you to everybody who's been wishing me luck uh, on the commenting on the videos and stuff that we put out this week and on Instagram and stuff. And, you know, thanks. Yeah, even at Hackney, people were um, wishing us luck as well. So, yeah, no, thanks, everybody. You know, I mean, it does mean a lot, um, you know, that you guys are, you know, wishing us luck and got an interest in what we're up to. It's it, Yeah, it's nice yeah. of you. I appreciate it. What are you up to this weekend, Al? Um, doing a little bit of um, parkrun tourism, just trying to tick off um Essex and Suffolk Ooh. so we're we're heading off to a new location um I mean Sunday yeah, that's I'm a bit James Bond can't tell you yeah, you'd have I, to shoot I, I just I just get given the postcode and just drive we know, yeah we know now because he said it last week that Carolyn organizes all the, all the time the car. <laughs> and then Sunday morning obviously I'm downloading BBC Scotland to watch you guys so yeah I mean, my god coffee croissants and sit in bed and, and watch you guys suffer sorry right <laughs> What are friends for, eh? Yeah. On my bit, I want to see you guys go through yeah, it. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, that is true. And, and I, I think all the listeners and viewers have got a, are going to be in store for a good uh, good uh, show next week as we, we unpackage and um, delve into the incident. what happened at... Um, what happened at Edinburgh. But it's, isn't it a bank holiday next week in, here in the UK? Yeah, know. there's all sorts yeah, going on. Well, for some people, I'm working. I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't know. I didn't know. Yeah, um, because, yeah, so the show will be live next week. I think we're all around. So we will dive into and, and break apart and put back together again what happens. Unless you Edinburgh. want to invite us to your Jubilee party, you know, we can we'll yeah, pop we along. We'll we host the show from your we'll Jubilee pop along party. For a, uh, we'll pop along for a half an alcohol, a non alcoholic lager and a vegan sausage roll. You know, we'll I've got the house got... to invite us to hers a few weeks ago. We might not oh, yeah, have responded she... to the invite. I've not got. Where's my? I wanted to show you my. No, I'll leave it as a surprise. We've we got, got a social my, secretary on the long run. Yeah, admin. We charge out. No, admin. We've given that to admin as well. I've got the best top to wear next Friday for the race. I'm not. Yeah, it is Tobe. Tobe. No. I tried to get Tobe to buy one. And he wouldn't buy one, and no. then he wouldn't buy it. So I tried to get side to buy it, and he wouldn't buy one. Um, but it I'm is, seeing it, you in a sort of uh, Pete Townsend Union Jack blazer. It's incredible. 
It is it's incredible. Is it better quality than your Christmas outfit? No. No, the one no, that broke. If you don't remember, people who didn't, that, the Christmas outfit split. Um, so my yeah, bum you didn't want to get too close of him with a naked flame, did you? Yeah, my bum was I showing the whole way around. I'll give it a go. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's a cracker. So watch out. If you're doing the Jubilee run in, on Friday, I've got I've got a peach of a of a top to wear. It's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to blow your mind. It's that to look forward to. There's another reason to get get back from Edinburgh, otherwise we could just stay up there, drink iron brew, and have, eat uh, deep-fried Mars bars. Or am I being stereotypical? Yes. You've got to behave yourself. <laughs> Not that out of your system now before you get there. Yeah, better do. Upset all our Scottish listeners. Best well, behaviour. I, I, I suppose that's it, isn't it, boys? That, that's us done, isn't it? I suppose tonight? it is. Yeah, thanks ever so much again for people wishing us luck for the weekend. We're really looking forward to it. And we best of luck to you if you're coming, if you're going to be in Edinburgh. We look forward to seeing yeah, you. Oh, you've got the Ride and, 100. Big big shout out to everybody doing Ride 100 this oh, weekend. Oh, God, yeah. People riding bikes as well. Oh, yeah. I couldn't think That'd of any next year. Yeah, Toad yeah. wants me to do it. I said, I'm only doing it. I, I said I'll do it, sorry, but I'm not training for it. I point blank refused to to train for a cycling event. This is like me in Edinburgh, really, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I'll do it, but I'm not training for it. You can jog on. I'll rock up, get on a bike, and I'll moan for 100 miles. But I'm not right. training for it. I won't be away to spend a Sunday afternoon. That, but yeah, good luck to everybody who's doing the yeah. ride 100. Everybody else yeah. who's got a race this week. Um. So um. Yeah. Go side. Somebody's going on about the Champions League final. We don't want. Week. No, I don't watch it. Um, thanks ever so much for joining us. You can, if you can't get to us at seven o'clock on a Friday via Facebook and YouTube, you can uh, download us on all your favourite podcast providers, Amazon and Apple and Spotify and all those sort of bods. And please give us a review. Mm. You know, please write down what you think of the show. We don't mind if it's constructive criticism either because we do take on board what people say and we like to do as much as we can. So let us know. Send you any questions, anything you got, longmanshow at gmail.com, and we'll plough through those when we get back from Scotland. Thank you very much for joining us. Wish you all a very safe and happy weekend, and we shall see you next week. Tobe, titles, please, sir. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.